Here we go. Winding Wednesday. 3HL and 104.5 The Zone. Brent Doherty. There she is, Don Davenport. What up? Hey, can I wind real quick? Why is it 5,000 degrees in this studio? I, I don't know. The air conditioning's off and all these, these things. So uh, props Lord. to everybody working outside. Uh, we shouldn't be complaining. But I, it is no, I feel, but see, you're, you're mentally prepared for that. I'm not mentally prepared to walk into the sauna. If I knew that, I'd put my swimsuit on. Well, wouldn't that be something on Zone TV? Wouldn't it be? <laughs> that would bring in more viewers. Uh, or, or chase them away. <laughs> who knows? Guess who else is here? Guess I'm in the who's building, back? I'm in the building. Hey, I'm in the building. 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 He's got the Barry White voice going. Yeah. Straight off the rager in Vegas. I can't Vegas. believe he made it back. <laughs> I was hey. concerned. Um. Hmm. Hi. Hello, Bab. By the way, Rep. Brian. Hello, Mayor. Is going straight gangster in the... Uh, <laughs> Oh my gosh. I wish we had video of that. I wish that that was on the Zone TV feed. Wow. Hey. Um, how are you, man? Man, I am back. That's, that that's answers all your questions. That's all, that's, that's, that's all, I, that's all I got hey, for you, Brent. We told you during the trip, man. First goal was survival. Congratulations. Hey, I did that part, man. And, and I made it back. So check, check, complete. Whining Wednesday. We're going to let Babs wine first? Or? No, no already I wine. already whined. It's hot. So it's scorching. <laughs> My it, wine. It sounds like Uncle Julio went for a deep Ooh. dive down those vocal cords. Hey, man. You, I wonder the, what's in there, man. You, I wonder what's in me. We should go get, get Rhett Bryan to get like an instrumental from Barry White and let's just start singing let's it. See, who, <laughs> see what happens. It's, it's bad when people call in and they sound more like you than you do. And that's see, that's what I was just going to go. I was going to, huh? You felt it. So this is what I'm saying. My whine is I'm whining about the imposters that were supposedly <laughs> me calling up to the show. Oh, you're trying to say you didn't call yesterday. That wasn't me. That's where you are? That's exactly where I stand. Okay. That's exactly where I stand. But I would like to say, have y'all seen the movie? Man, what's the name of that movie? Um, Martin Martin Short. Is that a, That's an actor, isn't it? Martin yes. Short. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's Short. a very unexpected actor for you to bring <laughs> up during <laughs> yeah. the NHL. But this is going this is going to tie all in. I promise you. Somehow, <laughs> people, bear with me. It's going to tie. Santa in. Claus two. Yeah. Santa Claus three. No, no. Remember, he got shrunk down, and he had to fly in a little. Oh, that was Rick Moranis. That was Rick Moranis. Honey, honey I shrunk no, the kid. No, not honey. I no, shrunk the kid. No, honey, I blew up the kid. Was where Rick Moranis got shrunk. No, sad. I know not that. that one. Wrong movie, guys. Uh oh. Three amigos. No, so that's how I know it's Martin Short, because wasn't Martin Short in it? Yeah. So that's how I know. He had to go into a body. He flew into a little contraption in a body, and he was telling the body. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what in the heck did you do this week? I mean, listen, you don't even you can't even put like a you're sentence sli- together, Slate. I mean, I don't even know where we are right now. You're I don't know run. how in the hell you're going to talk about this Vandy baseball game tonight. I don't know how you're going to put two words together. I mean, this is going to be a heck of a, a Here's two words. Here's today. two words for you. Slick pride. <laughs> Are you talking inner space? Hey, man. Inner space. space. That I was told it. you. That I was told it. you. 1987. Yeah, that's me, baby. That's me. You're and, not old enough for that. And the reason right? is that I am now. Yeah, I'm a slave like now. Slaves I'm like boy, me. I'm a man. Yeah, slaves like me. He's seen like every movie. Yeah, and so this is what I'm saying. If I could be him, 
and fly, <laughs> fly into my body and see what's going on in my body right now. That's what that's what I was going with the whole story. I want to be a little oh my gosh. gnat and fly in my body and see what's going on. <laughs> there, there you have it. That's my that's, that's my whining. Whining Wednesday. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, great trip, man. I see a lot of things transpired, though. A lot of things transpired. Yeah, there's an alumni basketball game, Tennessee and Vandy, that got agreed to, I think, while you were over there. Yes, I don't, it did. I don't know uh, how cognizant you were of all that that was going on. but The funny thing, I was getting – There were getting, tweets and text messages and everything going. And I was getting them in, in, in spurts. Like, <laughs> I get five messages, and all of a sudden it's like I fall off the grid and then just come back to reality for a second. But it was fun off the grid, I might add. I think it's a great idea while we're on that. It is going to be cool. So Drew Maddox and, and Ronsley have an idea about uh, playing a Tennessee-Vandy alumni game. Here's what Don and I decided, though. Let's do three of them. That way somebody wins, but you can use – there's so many players that you could use True. that you do different rosters in all three games. So would you do the, would you do the, the games by arrow? Yeah, maybe. Or I, I don't even think you have to do it that way. Just match it up personnel-wise and – you know, if Derek, be cool. if Derek Byers wants to play in one, then right. that's, or Tipa Prater or whoever, Chris Lofton. Guess what, Hunt, man? Hunt, by the way, said that you need to be coach and not play. Like, he was all like, – Oh, really? Hunk you did. playing in that game was something that he didn't think was possible. So, Hunk, the last person that did this was Chris Law. So, are you going out on a limb and saying that I ain't got it no more, Hunk? Look, I've even brought two basketball goals from up the street to, to throw down on the court so that we could see how well – Now, Hunk, I go. just showed what I did at 40. I just showed the video. Remember when Chris Lowe? Remember when he dropped the bomb on us? You made it look easy. I, you, I quote tweeted it Thank and you, said, Babs. okay, not only did, did you do it, because I was questioning it. Yeah. And you know why? Yeah. Because I watched you, you walk down walk, the hall yeah, you after you worked out and played yeah. ball all yeah. night, and yeah. was there was a little bit of a, uh, it wasn't like a swagger. It. There oh, was a limp. A you ought yeah. to see it now. It's really like wild. But Oh, I'm, I'm sure there, I'm sure yeah. you can barely walk right but now. But see, this is me. When the lights cut on. That's you when Slate come alive. Oh, yeah, I'm a totally different guy when the lights cut on. So, Hunk, I kind of feel like that was a challenge, Hunk. It so. was a challenge. We have it recorded. We'll oh, pull it back you. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, I mean, the, the reaction on social media was through the roof positive. Yeah. Like, let's let's get this done. So, it'll, it'll be, be talked about for sure. Wade, he's talking about inner space. Jody, inner space. Mayor of Jolton. That movie came out before I was born, and I'm 30. Hey, LOL. Man, that's a cold movie, too, boy. I'm, let me go make sure I'm a, I, I trust our listeners. Our listeners always come with it. Henry, Inner Space was actually a decent movie when Meg Ryan looked hot. Poor woman. I knew it. That was his lady, and he was kept on flying. Was he flying in her body? It was flying in somebody's body trying to talk to her. I, uh, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm, it sound, the I'm way not, I'm describing it isn't right, Babs. I'm just telling you it's, it was a really good movie. I'm that guy, though, on Meg Ryan. Like, I was so in love with her, and then all kinds of crap started happening to her body. I mean, yeah. her face. Yeah. You could have been that guy for me in Vegas. You could have flew into me. It could have been telling you probably was. He probably was. Babs could have been in a little plane in one ear, and you and he could have been in. The, y'all could have both. Flew <laughs> I'd in. be like, "Don't do it." Yeah, it's a, don't y'all would have been fighting. Y'all would have been a terrible idea. Would have been a nuclear war in my body. Here's something else that's going to come up today. While you were away in Vegas, Scotty Pippen went on national radio and went all in. As Slay points at Don Davenport. I told Babs last whining Wednesday. Yep. That was last whining Wednesday. It was. And here it comes. And you accurately uh, explained that, that there's a Jordan room mm-hmm. and then there's a VI, VIP room. And Pip is outside the door. 
of the Batman. Banging room. outside the Batman door like, I need to be in this room. But Pip, you really don't. I'm sorry. That was a good comparison. Yeah, and it's great to be in the VIVIP room because not a lot of people get in there. No. You having a ball and I was just in it. No, Slay, like you're I not mean, in okay, it. Yeah, I'm not in you're that You're in the room. one b- yeah. below it. Yeah. Dang, Let's be honest. Man. Hey, that's Brent, a fact. That's a Brent, fact. Brent, we're not even in the VIP yeah, room. So, you know. I'm looking at y'all. At least I'm Slay them, can maybe get yeah, us in. Yeah, I can tell in let the them in, let them in. Guys, yeah. I'm waving outside the building, okay? Like, <laughs> it's outside the building. <laughs> hey, but that's that's it, though, Babs. Yeah. Like, you're in a great room, man. Don't. But now I think he's, he's, he's undervaluing himself. He's on national radio saying all kinds of things that we'll get to a little bit later. Brian says it was Dennis Quaid, not Martin Short. Well, hell. Well, that could be true because Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan got married, and so they might have met well, there. Martin Short out. was in the movie. Dennis Quaid was whose body he, he was, was in. in. Yes. Oh. Come on, man. Talk to him, Hunk. Look at Hunk. Talk to him, Hunk. Google's a magical thing. <laughs> <laughs> the Hunk yes. is talking to him. Hunk is bunk. That was, uh, hunk is that was Slay's yeah, right. uh, text to Ooh. him yesterday. The people want to know, car ain't got no roof. That was my phrase all weekend. Yeah, why? I'll explain it to it. you later in the show. Okay. You sent us a picture from the balcony and said Car ain't got no roof. Because I didn't have no roof at that time. <laughs> at that point. All right. Uh, Coach Matt coming up, uh, presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Guess whose birthday it is today? Not Slay's. His oh. was yesterday. Coach Mack? No. A.J. Oh. Brown. Oh. Talk about the significance of that dude Bye, that he's bro. had in two years. Um, he's only 24 there. years old, by the way. That is crazy. That's crazy. Thank you, Babs. Oh. He, he, Oh. The world is his oyster. Yes. I never understood oh. what that meant, but I guess old people do. But <laughs> I you just used it. So there you, you gonna go. You going to put hot sauce on it? Yeah, probably. We'll be right back. Coach Mac next. <laughs> Three HL 104.5. This is Oprah Doherty, Don Davenport, the return of Ron Clay. Yeah, yeah. Joe Hunt producing, working on perfection. Coach Mack is in uh, our Zoom feed, which means he's on the Zone TV feed. All right. Oh, yeah, I get well, to see Speaking Coach of Mack. perfection. Coach Mack, Mack, what's in up? the house. How are you, man? Hi, guys. Ron Slay, welcome back. Hey, Coach Mack. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Glad you made it back alive. I've been a few of I've been through a few of those in my life out there, so congratulations. I, I appreciate, Coach. That 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 is a task within itself, just to leave the strip and get to the airport. That right well, yes, it is. And the key word is leave, so leave it all there. <laughs> leave right. it all. You're exactly right. What happens in Vegas it stays, stays in, in Vegas, Vegas. Yeah. and it's a good thing. Coach Mack, presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Need great health care coverage at an affordable price. Let Farm Bureau Health Plans coach you through it. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. Another birthday out there. Happy birthday to A.J. Brown. And, Coach, uh, through two seasons, 122 receptions, 2,126 yards, and 19 touchdowns. I remember you breaking him down pre-draft and how uh, how uh, much you appreciated uh, his skill set. That production level in two years is phenomenal. You know, Brent and Don, you guys remember vividly when we sit, were sitting there in that studio and we were talking about receivers and uh, – you guys, you brought him up. I mean, and Don, Don did too, because she she did games when he was down there. And I said, you know, in vetting this guy, and again, I'm not 100% right, but I've done it for a few years. I said, he reminded me so much of a guy that I still consider one of my better draft picks in my history of drafting players in Anquan Bowling, mm-hmm. just because of how physical he was through all aspects of the game. 
not only at the catch point, but at being able to run through the second level, yes. at being able to, to get yards after catch with multiple collisions, the strength of hands, and also with the aggressiveness that he played the game. I mean, it just reminded me of Q so much. Now, he's faster than Q was. I mean, he, he is faster, but just their mannerisms and their approach to the game. And that's, you know, I showed you my notebook and I wrote out beside it, reminds me of Q. Well, it's a pretty good comparison. And he's lived up to those lofty comparisons because absolutely, you know, he, he's made a mark on this league early and he really hasn't even scratched the surface of what he can do now. And now we're talking about pairing him with, with, uh, with Julio uh, this, and, and a running back like Derrick Henry, which is a generational back. Also, I mean, it's it's pretty special, but uh, A.J. Brown has been – and here's the other thing that uh, impressed me about A.J. that was the truth about, you know, uh, what Anquan was able to do. When they stepped across the line as rookies, they were full-grown men. Yeah. They approached it like it is. It's a profession. It's a business. And they were full-grown men, and it was not too big for them at the start. Let's be Let's be honest. There are some rookies in this league where it's too big for them at the start, which is perfectly okay. They grow into it. These two did not have to grow into it. Full-grown men when they stepped across the line for the first time. You know, it's interesting, too, with A.J. Brown. He's paired so well with Ryan Tannehill. I think they've got such a such a great on-field relationship where these in-breaking routes turn into these long uh, A.J. Brown running through the second level types of things because – Ryan Tannehill puts the ball where he needs to put it, where AJ doesn't have to slow down. And, well, and, and I just think great, that that, that marriage great point, is great. Brent. It's really true. I know you guys have Greg Cosell on your show too, and that's the one thing that that he's always talked about in evaluating quarterbacks. And he's right. It's location. It's location and being able to run with it. You know, and 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 that's because of that's because of of not arm strength. That's because of accuracy and location. It's even more than accuracy. It's an ability to put it to a spot where you can catch it, not only in stride, but where you can catch it within space uh, 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 between defenders to be able to make something happen early and then generate some vertical speed. And so, I mean, that's very, very important. Speaking of Greg Cosell, I don't know if you guys have seen, did you guys know that he was, and I didn't know this because I was sent the article, uh, Peter King's guest columnist on um, Football Morning in America this week fascinating article you guys need to read that's fantastic greg will join us tomorrow at uh yeah you guys you know you guys need to look at it and read it's a fascinating article uh and not just because he mentions coach mack in it but Mm -hmm. because of the fact that he goes through (laughs) really you know what his genesis of 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 play analysis and and the start of the show that has has become one of the best shows i think as far as breaking down the the nuances of the game on television Yep. It's a great article, you guys, and your and your your listeners ought to look at it, find it. Coach Mac, I was doing a lot of thinking this weekend. Um, you know, by well, myself. Well, uh, let me just say this, like and, and, and I admire you for admitting that because when I was in Vegas on some of those trips back in the day, I wasn't doing anything. Yeah, there ain't no way he was thinking. Hey, hey look, looking at it, Coach Mac. No, and, and and really seriously, Ron. When I got back from some of those, I was always asking myself, "What the hell?" Yeah, you there you go. There you go. That's what I was meaning. Cause see, Coach Mac, I can talk <laughs> you this way because you can understand. You can cipher what I'm trying to tell you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Looking at it, man. AJ Brown was a a guy that had a really really good year last year, and he's been climbing. His trajectory is going up. He did that last year with no fans. Me going out this past weekend and being around a lot of people. 
I was energetic. You know what I mean? It was like an adrenaline shot going through my body. Sure. When you put these fans back on the field with this guy that's 24 years old, what do you see out of him in the next two, three years being teamed with a guy like Julio, with Tannehill being locked in, Derrick Henry right there at his plateau? Like, what do you see from A.J. Brown, Coach? Well, Ron, let's let, let, let's break it down to, to the immediate future, which is all, all we can really, you know, mm-hmm. uh, talk about and, and look forward to. I mean, it's going to be good. And and the point that you make, you know, about about the, the lack of fans and look, we broadcast games live. One of two uh, NFL radio teams to do it live last year. Only us and the Saints did it. So, mm-hmm. you know, Titans Radio and Mike Keith and this and T- Amy Adams Strunk and the organization made a big effort to make sure we were there live, no matter you know what it took to get there. And so the fact that when we started broadcasting those games with that fan, it's different. It was different mm-hmm. for us because we open Mike Keith opens the windows and we're involved in the, in the crowd. There was no crowd, but that just points out the professionalism of what this guy guy has at a very young age, right. but you are 100% right. And even Ron, even during the year, when we started to get incrementally more fans back in the stands, you could you could feel it. You could feel the juice. You could feel the energy in the stadiums. And this year, uh, with everybody going to be able to be back in at one hundred percent capacity, I mean, it makes. I mean, look, you competed professionally for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. I coached professionally for thirty one years, and am still working professionally in the National Football League. Fans make a difference. Yeah, fans make a huge difference. Yeah. Fans in the stands and being able to broadcast, especially for our home fans, and having the windows open. That's one of the greater joys I get you know, out of this job, it makes a difference. The atmosphere makes a world of difference, but I give credit to the players last year. They were able to to still stay at at the top of their game professionally Mm -hmm. without that extra boost, but with the extra boost, it makes a difference. And you know, from personal experience, it makes a difference when you're competing. And uh, yeah. And that's what I I was looking at with, with this guy being able to play in front of fans this year coming up. If you were impressed by what he did last year, (laughs) And he's in a different spot, I believe, as far and, as confidence-wise also. And nobody's more excited about Julio Jones being on that man. roster than him. Nobody. Oh, man, he's going to be playing out his mind, dude. I'm, I'm geeked. I'm geeked. Yeah, and, and plus, and let's just let's say this, too. I mean, he was playing not at 100% health Exactly. And so that also gives you – now, nobody's ever 100% healthy in the mm-hmm. National Football League, just like they're not in the NBA during the season. It's just, it's just the nature of it. It's a grind physically on people's bodies. It's not natural. Mm-hmm. And so, but to be able to do that, uh, I, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to this training camp. This training camp is going to be very, very important for this football team in a lot of aspects. And it's going to be a lot of fun in a lot of aspects, watching all of these things we're talking about offensively come together. Coach Mack presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. With Farm Bureau Health Plans, you can plan on not needing a plan B because they provide health care coverage that you can depend on. Farm Bureau Health Plans plan on us. Taylor Lewan tweeted out yesterday that he kind of fell down a hill and bent his leg back, but he's okay. Um, and that made a lot of people nervous. Uh, but h- how how different is that offensive line uh, with a third string left tackle? They had a two thousand yard rusher, uh, so they did okay. But but with Taylor Lewan back out there, how does that change things? Well, healthy Taylor Lewan is one of the best left tackles in the league. I mean, this guy is, you know, is, is rare. you got a guy this big that can move athletically like he can move, that ha- also has an attitude. I mean, I remember vetting him coming out. We, we loved him there at the Rams. We really did. Uh, Jeff Fisher really liked the player, and, and so did I. And there's a reason for that. But, but physically, he's gifted. I mean, this is a big man that can move. 
I mean, he can move and he's got all the requisite talents that it takes to play there. But even more so than that, he's, I mean, he's a nasty dude and, and, and he <laughs> likes to play there. So I would say this, just hearing that story, uh, Taylor, please stay off the hills. <laughs> right. Um, on the other side, you've got Dylan Radins, uh, and and I get that it was tough to kind of uh, evaluate him uh, going, and, you know, doing what they were doing in mini camps, but but I'm anxious to see that battle at right tackle too, Coach. Yeah, Brent. I mean, and it, it it with until the pads come on, that you know, you're you're both sides of the line. You can't really make any definitive judgment on those guys. Right. I mean, you just can't. I mean, you can you can you can look at, you can look at lower body flexibility. You can look at the ability to move. You can look and see how well they're processing what they are being taught. You know how quick mentally they're picking things up. If you're truly listening to the coaches and 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 seeing progressively what they're trying to teach. But until until the big men get the pads on, I mean, your 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 evaluation has got to be incomplete on it. But so far, I mean, it, it, just watching. You know, through my eyes, just watching him, he's got the lower body flexibility. He seems like a very, you know, very intelligent guy. He was a physical player when, 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 he, when you vet him on tape, you know, to watch him. So it's going to be interesting to see. But, I mean, you know, here's a, here's a young player that's going to have a chance. And I, I made a pretty bold statement when they drafted him because I had watched him and I knew the situation that this offensive line was in. And, again, I, I, would, I just said if this guy comes in and does – what I mean, he has has shown that he can do, uh, you know. And then with, with some coaching, he should be one of the, he should be one of the seven active, you know, immediately. Now, how far he goes from there, that's up to him. But until the pads come on, the true evaluation of those big men on either side of the line of scrimmage is just guesswork, really. Another guy I'm looking forward to is on the other side of the ball, Danico Autry, man. All the comments uh, when, when they signed him about how uh, he knew Indy had enough money and didn't want to bring him back and. And he's got two games circle right now and all of those things. Uh, really excited me, Coach, and I'm looking forward to seeing what that dude can bring and, and maybe help out Jeffrey Simmons. Branch, you don't have to guess about him now. You've seen him, play, you've seen him play in NFL games, for real. So there is no guessing on him. I mean, he's, he brings an element – he brings an element that this defense you know, needs. He, he brings an element. He, he's, he's, he's able to penetrate and get to the quarterback. And plus, he's a, he's a violent player. And and I, and violent violence in the National Football League, the way that I use it when you're describing a player, I mean, it's a complimentary adjective. I mean, it really is because that's what you got to have. You know, on, on both we're talking about both sides of the line of scrimmage. You got to be a violent player because it's a violent game in there. But you've also got to be a violent player with a purpose and also be able to complete what you're trying to do. He's proven that he can do that. I was very, I was very excited about the signing. Mm-hmm. I'm really interested in watching the pairing and seeing how he's going to be used in this new look defense. Coach, it looks like uh, the Titans are going to be everybody's going to be able to wear an alternate helmet uh, in 2022. Does that excite you to see the the oil Derek potentially out there and in the love you blue oiler uh, uniform once a once a year? Guys, I'm probably one of the only ones on this show. Maybe probably one of the only ones listening. I went to the Oilers training camp in in uh, at Shriner Institute in Kerrville, Texas, in 1969. Okay, you know, so I've 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 seen the oiler blue and the Derek helmet for a long time. I love that uniform. Me too. <laughs> that to me is one of the most classic uniforms. Again, as I said, that goes clear back to my senior and high school days, you know, going down there, being able to go to that training camp and, and just, you know, just being amazed at the athletes. But I, I love that uniform. And I absolutely 
uh, hope that they are able to, to unveil that thing whenever the appropriate time comes. It's just a classic. It's a classic. It looks good. And it's just cool. It's cool as hell. And I know you're not a uniform guy necessarily, but, uh, and I, the reason why I'm asking everybody about it is because I feel like I'm biased having grown up an Oilers fan, but I think that is one of the coolest, uh, uniforms that, that we've seen. So, uh, appreciate that. Uh, would the appropriate time, uh, be, uh, you know, wearing that uniform while they're playing the Texans? Do you think that's the appropriate time? Well, that's up to them. You're asking the wrong dude. <laughs> I, I just, I, I, there's plenty, of, I answer? Yes. plenty of people up there to make those decisions. I just, I just like the uniform. I really do. I, you know, I, you, you talk about, you know, those, those old, those AFL uniforms, the ones that were really cool, the, their uniform, the Oilers and the original Charger uniforms were mm. the best. Yeah. Cause Mac, you like that powder blue sound like to me. It's a good look. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, 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 it's a, it's a good look. And plus, I mean, when you watch those teams, I mean, they, they, I really like it when it's a good uniform and it's got good players inside of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Coach, I, I'm curious. Uh, watching yeah. Ryan Tannehill go from year one to year two in the Titan system, is there another level that he can reach uh, in year three with a new offensive coordinator? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, his efficiency is what is what is has stood out for these last two years, yeah. and and. And efficiency is what it's about playing quarterback. Again, let's go back to Greg Cosell, who I think does a really good job of breaking down quarterback play. And, it, you know, the efficiency is, is very important and, 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 and how you work within what you are asked to do and how you're able to complement the other players we just talked about earlier in this segment. A.J. Brown being able to catch it on the run. Well, to catch it on the run, you got to have the ball in the right place, delivered at the right time. So he's he's been very, very efficient. I mean, next level to me, I mean, it's just win ball games, you know, help your team win ball games and that's it. And, and you're not going to be the only reason your team wins or loses. You get a lot of that, that type of, of emphasis thrown on you as a quarterback in this league, but he's, he's done nothing, but, but good since he's been inserted as a starter in the third quarter of that Denver game. And so, yes, I mean, the more that he's around what's going on here, you know, I, I expect him to be able to still, and plus they've given him another weapon. I mean, they've given him another weapon. You get a healthy offensive line. You've got a running back like that. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's very involved in what goes on with this system because let me say some of the, uh, the success of this system that they had, they ran the last two seasons. And I would, I, I don't know what Todd Downing's going to do. I would assume he would incorporate a lot of the same things. A lot of, a, a lot of part of this, uh, this offensive system, guys, that started with Mike Shanahan and has been, you know, uh, worked down throughout the years now from, from Shanahan is the quarterback's ability to make decisions before the snap. That's huge. And Ryan Tannehill has been really good at that more times than not in the last two seasons. Would you say, Coach Mack, that he's probably the most valuable guy on this team when you look at it as far as depth and being comfortable at receiver already now? Um, Ferkser, he's the next guy up, and, you know, that's all you ask for is an opportunity. So he should be able to fill that void at tight end if we were just to stay right there. But would you say Tannehill is the guy that you cannot miss on this team? Well, Ron, let me me couch it this way. I mean, there's a lot of valuable players on it. Without question. The National Football League, I mean, there's a reason there's a reason that you suit up as many as you do, you know, for a game. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of parts, moving parts for a National Football League uh, team. But I will say this, and I've said it before. If you don't have a quarterback yep. in this league that you can operate with, you've got a highly paid rugby team. 
Yeah. So you gotta have a quarterback. <laughs> like that right there. Coach Mack. Great I don't answer. think I've heard that one. Yeah, that, was Mack. Cool. that was a new one. <laughs> like hey. Well, I mean, think about it. I mean, it's the truth, right? I mean, you guys have watched rugby before. I mm-hmm. watched rugby yeah. when we, we worked out at a rugby facility when I was with the Rams and we went over to play in London and, and we watched the game and worked out. I mean, those guys are big and strong and 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 everything else, and they just you know get in the scrum and push each other around. And you know, there's a lot of that that goes on in the National Football League. You don't have a quarterback, highly paid rugby team. Highly paid rugby team. There he is, Coach Mack. Hey, thanks for the time. Always enjoy the visits, Coach. Appreciate you. Thanks, Coach. Guys, love being on with you guys. See you, Ron. I'm glad you made it back alive. <laughs> Absolute, brother. <laughs> by, the way, by the way, again, uh, Greg Cosell tomorrow at 420, uh, mm-hmm. as Coach Mack mentioned. Need great health care coverage at an affordable price. Let Farm Bureau Health Plans coach you through it. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947 there is coach mac when we come back uh austin huff has a rant about the globe trotters lining wednesday <laughs> here we go I, no lie this this will be interesting the i don't globe know globe trotters i don't know what kind of rant you could have about the globe trotters but we're about to find out that's wow. next on 104.5 the zone all you gotta do is play old dominion huh that's it that's all she that's all she wants you want to make don abby play old dominion he said this was for Don Davenport. Thanks, Honk. I've added. I am adding country music daily, just for well, and for Austin, but all, but mainly for her. Austin Huff, yeah, he is a he is Good a call. country music DJ now. Oh, uh, that's in right. Chicago morning show. Ooh. what time you get yeah, up? D- Don, you want some old Dominion? Just listen to US ninety nine every morning in Chicago. <laughs> there you go in Chi Town. Yeah, what it's, time it's, do you get up? Morning radio guy, like that's a special that's a special skill set. Uh, I've got my iced coffee right here just uh, just to do this hit right now. Mm-hmm. I've got um, I get up at four o'clock in the morning every morning. You get up or you start? I wake up at four in the morning. Oh, Our show that's not six. bad. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, no, that's so <laughs> easy. It's so right. Easy so do. then you roll out of your penthouse, uh, Michigan Avenue, uh, ooh, Lake ooh. Michigan yeah. uh, view apartment. I, and then- I don't know if you can see on zone TV <laughs> or not. But I. <laughs> Clearly, I live in a penthouse. My I got boxes everywhere. I you have a gigantic box of chewy granola bars. What is going on there? No, no, no. Chewy dog toys. Oh. Trust me. I wish they were chewy granola bars. Austin, I'm going to look at that as like product placement. I'm, as I'm looking at this, I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to get an endorsement. That's all. Are there a lot of country? Yeah. Are there a lot of country fans in Chicago? Heck yeah, there Surprisingly, are. yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, really? I mean, there's just a lot of people in Chicago. So yeah, that's really. Yeah, Mike there's going to be a lot of everything. I can't wait to talk to you uh, in the winter. <laughs> I, I, I can. <laughs> You're kidding me. I know. Morning radio. Oh, in the winter? Coming off the lake. Oh, that just sounds like my <sighs> H-E-double-L. Yeah. Right there. It is. It's hey, my H-E-double-L, too. <laughs> how, can, how can anyone have a rant about the Harlem Globetrotters? I'm really anxious to hear yeah. this. Well, Rook, and, and trust me, I got one. Uh, just, but before we get into that, I got to wish a happy belated birthday to my guy, Ron Slay. Hey, happy, happy birthday. Appreciate that. Birthday. I like that. Yeah. And part of me, part of me, and like, yeah, I know I've got to take about the Globetrotters today, but like part of me wants to just concede my time to hear Ron Slay talk more about Martin Short movies. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> you heard that? From 1987. I'm sorry. Like, ima- imagine Ron trying to describe, like, Captain Ron or or Mars Attacks or something. See? You know, like, Father of the Bride. <laughs> That's up my alley. I got plenty of that in me. You can count on that. You just, I, you throw I'm, out there, I'm awesome. here for it. I think, there, I think you should start a movie podcast where you only break down Martin Short movies. <sighs> 
There's some good ones now. Paul, the I, would definitely listen, I would listen to the Jiminy Glick episode of that, for sure. Jiminy I mean, I caught Hunt, that. Hunt that, just named it. That was good. I caught that. <laughs> the long and short of it. Yes. Yeah, the hunk. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, no innuendos there. Who the producer is. Thanks, Swab. <laughs> no, all right, guys. So the Globetrotters, they want to be in the NBA. Did you guys see this? They, <laughs> no. they are trying to get into the NBA. Like as an expansion team? Yes. Yes, as an expansion team, which makes sense for the NBA. I mean, it's and okay, they, they just had to get ahead of it. I am all for this move. I want the Globetrotters to be in the NBA. They dropped a public statement asking Adam Silver to allow them to be the NBA's next expansion franchise. And it read, as a world-renowned and legendary professional basketball team, we petitioned Commissioner Adam Silver, the NBA governors, and the powers that be to grant the original Harlem Globetrotters an NBA franchise. Not now, but right now. What? Uh, like, I'm all in. Like, I am all in. Give me all the trick shots. Give me players giving referees wet willies. Give me players <laughs> stealing fans' tubs of popcorn. Like, I know the NBA has rules about hanging on the rim, but I'm pretty sure they don't have any rules about sitting or standing on the rim. <laughs> like, I don't see the downside here. Up until this season, New Yorkers have been starved for basketball. Like, I, I, I don't know how much you guys know about the history of the Globetrotters, but they helped keep the NBA afloat in the early days. Mm -hmm. The Globetrotters drew sellout crowds in the 50s. They, like they, the NBA couldn't get more than a couple thousand fans. So the Trotters agreed to play NBA teams in the first game of doubleheaders. Uh, pretty sure we're well overdue for the NBA to return the favor, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is anyone's biggest argument against this? Why? Because you think the NBA, uh, like the Globetrotters, would turn the NBA into a circus? Uh, pretty sure the nba already is a circus like it isn't already yes yeah and that's why we love it give us more circus kd's burner accounts lavar ball contavious caldwell pope played in an ankle monitor all right remember <laughs> remember fat yeah. james harden or as i like to call him james hardy's like if anything the the globetrotters would probably bring more normalcy back to the league this is a league that locked a player in his own house during free agency and then did nothing but tweet emojis for the rest of the day. A player literally left a game in a wheelchair. I'm looking at you, Paul Pierce, because he had to poop. The Rockets and Clippers found hidden tunnels under Staples Center and nearly fought in them. Uh, yeah, but sure, adding guys to the league named Hammer Harrelson and Cheese Chisholm and Lights Out Lee will make the league look silly. Okay, sure. Like, if you think this idea is crazy? Why? Because their players throw buckets of confettis onto the refs? Just a few years ago, the NBA literally had a player throw soup on a coach. <laughs> What's up, J.R. Uh, Smith? You you don't want the Globetrotters depancing their opponents? Why? They're already depancing themselves. Remember the finals in 2016? We all saw your James, LeBron. <laughs> At least the Globetrotters believe the Earth is an actual globe, unlike current N NBA guys. Uh, cough, Kyrie Irving. Cough. <clears throat> Sorry, got something stuck in my throat. What? What you? What you don't think? Like, like you? You don't think people want to see trick shots? Then explain how Dude Perfect has over 56 million subscribers on YouTube. Seriously. All right? Right? Guys like Eric Bledsoe are tweeting, uh, I don't want to be here, but you know who does? 
Dizzy English, Big Easy Lofton, Highlight Burton, uh, Hotshot Swanson. Are you kidding me? Which do you think Hotshot is a family name? Like that was like passed down. Like Hotshot was his dad's name. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying these guys are entertaining as hell. All right, they got better alley oops than Florida Gulf Coast that one year in the tournament. Better steals <laughs> than when Charlie Villanueva had his toilet stolen. Better dunks than Ron Slay at a donut shop. All right. <laughs> if the if the NBA is going to allow super teams, then why not uh, the most super of all teams? The G Trotters are the most American of basketball teams. They play with the red, white, and blue basketball. All right. Is the NBA afraid of the Globe Trotters? Like, are they afraid of the fact that they have the highest winning percentage in the history of professional sports? <laughs> which, which honestly is a true fact, by the way. It's 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 pretty crazy sure. to think about. They haven't played an NBA team since 1949, when they beat the reigning champion Minneapolis Lakers. And if the Globetrotters were allowed in the NBA this season, they probably would have beaten the reigning champion Lakers again. All right, Adam Silver hinted at the NBA expanding back in December. So why not make that expansion team the Globetrotters? If you don't want to put them in Harlem, that's fine. Put them here in Chicago, where they originally started in 1926. Or, hell, put them in Nashville, all right? And then, you know, since 31 is an uneven number, you probably need a 32nd team. Then bring a team to Seattle and name them the Washington Generals. <laughs> don't do it, all right? Not now, but right now. I love it. Austin Huff, guess what? Uh, Austin, guess what Ron Slay's first uh opportunity was after college mm -hmm. please tell me it was the harlem globetrotters <laughs> yes you're right? correct yes. ron you're correct did, did you take them up on it no oh, oh, listen man the problem was the presentation they didn't present it to me right they, they don't said, have to they're no. the globetrotters yeah, that's when, what they thought presented to you did they, did they, <laughs> ju they just show up in their striped shorts yeah that's they did they with the do. little stars and red and white and blue ball i'm like dude i'm not with it spinning on yeah, their finger this is a clown show i didn't want no what <laughs> I, yeah. mm -mm. No. you know what's funny so you um, went to turkey I went to Turkey, Istanbul, uh, yeah. where I was dodging oh bombs. My. Yeah, that, but you that's your 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 Globetrotter name could have been like Ron John Silver or something. Oh, <laughs> you know, like, that sounds uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's so. Like, and, you, they, I'm so disappointed in you, Ron. I love what? you, but I'm so disappointed in you, Austin. I wanted to roll with it, man. But if the presentation would have been better, they should have had the guy that was the lead MC come in and do it and took me to a show and said, this could be you, I probably would have fell in love with it when I seen the crowd. It's like perfect so, for your personality. Yeah, show Without question. Me. Yeah. They like, But instead me. you're like, no, I'm going to go play in Europe with guys like named Hans and Franz. Like, <laughs> yeah, sure, Ron. Yeah, come on, exactly. man. Hans, Franz, and Ron. <laughs> yeah, it was, that, yeah. was three, that was the trio, I mean. That was it. Then oh. we wouldn't have the Italy stories, though. Yeah. There was some great ones. Uh -huh. Pork Pats. Uh, so has Cork Pats... <laughs> Uh, earned its freedom no we're still locked on instagram if anyone can help out please slide into my dms we are our instagram account is deactivated and we need we need help hashtag get, free corked bats please it's corked with a k how did you get uh banned this time we we posted a clip from a ufc fight and then ufc came head hunting for us like it, it like it, we didn't do it like like we're not like trying to steal illegal content we just shared a clip after the fight was over and then yeah sure enough like two weeks later they they got our account deactivated so like, if, if anyone has any connections at facebook or did you Instagram, say something negative about him 
No, no, nothing. L- literally nothing. It was just we shared the clip and they they own the clip. And so, I mean, like I get like I admit like, yeah, we we were in the wrong there. But I want to I don't know. I feel like our I don't think we should be deactivated yeah, like, forever. That's for pretty it. harsh. CorkPats.com, yeah, Corks with a K. Thank you, Austin. Uh, have fun with that uh, Chicago winter down the road. Uh, we'll talk with you next week, though, before all that happens. <laughs> hey, thank you, guys. All right, there he all is, right. Austin Huff. At Austin Huff, CorkPats.com. Uh, don't we'll, mess with UFC. When we come mm-hmm. back, uh, Penny Hardaway is not afraid to mess with the NCAA. Penny, Penny, Penny. He's all in. Penny, uh, Penny, Penny. <laughs> he's staying in Memphis, and he made a hire. He's, he gives zero. Yes, we'll, we'll explain next on 104.5 The Zone.